Howdy friends, I am Link and I am obsessed with all things fitness, nutrition, and helping people become the most badass versions of themselves. I'm a former Division II athlete with a passion for making sure your fitness journey isn't a chore, but instead one of the best parts of your day. This podcast will be full of education and motivation so you can kick ass in the gym, kitchen, and your life. So joining me today, I have Emily Bogato, also known as Dietitian MB on Instagram. Um, so Em, please take a second to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit more about you, your background, and really just how you got into fitness and nutrition. Yes. First of all, thank you so much for having me on. I love doing podcasts. Obviously I have my own. Um, so it's always fun to get to like go on to other people's and talk to their people. Um, but yes, I'm a registered dietitian. I'm also a certified personal trainer and how I got into fitness goes like way, way back. So I'm almost 27 now. And when I first like started in the fitness and nutrition world, I was 17. So it's almost 10 years now. Um, I actually started really young. I was a senior in high school and I started out like very unhealthy, I guess I would say. Um, I was always in sports and everything, but I ate terribly like wouldn't eat a vegetable for weeks on end (laughs) and I was overweight and I just was not healthy at all and I don't know what really triggered it my senior year of high school but all of a sudden I was like you know what this really isn't good for me to be eating Taco Bell every single day Um, I need to make some changes so that kind of like started me with mostly with nutrition I did work out some Um, I did some gym workouts and stuff, but mostly that's when I started changing my nutrition. And then I went to college and I at first was going into athletic training thinking that was like fitness and athletic training really is more like injuries with athletes. So once I realized I was like a week into this class and I was like, this is not what I thought I was going into. Um, so then I learned what a dietitian was my freshman year of college. And ever since I learned what that was, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. So interesting because I was actually like when I went away to college, so I played softball in college, but when I was getting ready to like, Oh, I was a softball player. Yes. Um, when I was getting ready to pick my major, I did the same thing. I was like, Oh, athletic training. Like that sounds awesome. And now I knew that I had, you know, been through different series of programs through like athletic training, just from like injuries and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, like, I mean, I could see me doing this. Like, this seems like a good career path. Like I like this. And then as I was like reading more into it, I'm like, Hmm, I I don't know. And then it, it actually hit me one day. I was watching like a college football game or something like that. And one of the guys came off the field and the guys are pulling them all off. Like basically setting them up to tape their ankles or, or check them out and see what it was. And I was like, Oh, hell no. I am not taping ankles yeah. for the rest of my life. <laughs> that's yeah. not the lifestyle I'm living. I know there's other options out there, but I just, that's not what I want. And then that's how I kind of directed myself into more of a personal training standpoint. So my major was sports management. So very, very broad of basically like business degree with a sport flair to it. 
Um, but then from within that, I was mm-hmm. able to take more like personal training directed courses, got my certification after that. Um, but it, it's interesting because you go in with this idea of like, oh, like this sounds so fun. And then you get there and you're like, yes, yeah, this, this, mm-hmm. this is not it. Um, but so tell us a little bit more about your progress, your, your, um, process, I should say process to becoming a registered dietitian, what that looked like for you and how you really knew that, like, this is the path. Yes. Okay. So first of all, I'm glad that I didn't go into athletic training also, because later in life, I realized that I pass out if there's anything like, like painful, it's like not, it's not necessarily blood. It's something like painful, whether it's to myself or like someone else, I will pass out. So I would be the worst athletic trainer there ever was. (laughs) But anyways, be a dietitian. So there are like a few different routes that people can take in order to be a dietitian. Um, But you do have to get a bachelor's degree in like nutrition or nutrition dietetics, nutrition science. So there's only like a few different degrees that you could get that will kind of like qualify you to move on to the next step. Um, So I did my four-year degree. There, there are a lot of hard classes, which people don't usually understand. They're like, oh, like nutrition is, you know, eat apples and oranges and be healthy, but you do have to take a lot of hard science classes. So like biochem, organic chem, anatomy, phys, all that stuff. Um, advanced metabolism stuff, like cellular level type classes. Um, so you do that. And then well, the way I did it, I did that first. Some people do this stuff kind of like all combined together, like master's program with internship. Um, but I did my internship after I graduated from college. So um, there's like a 50% chance of getting the internship when you apply. And I applied for random states. I just wanted to like go live somewhere else for a while. Um, so I ended up getting matched in Idaho, which is so random. I'd never been there, didn't know anyone there. Um, so I moved to Idaho and I actually really did like it there and I made friends and everything. I'm, I'm still friends with them today. They came to my wedding and everything. Um, but during the internship, you don't get paid and you have to pay for it, like college tuition mm-hmm pay for it. Yeah. So it is really, really hard. And it's just kind of, it is kind of ridiculous because so many people just are not able to do that financially. Um, and it's even with some of them, you can't get like a school type loan for them. You have to get like a private loan. Um, so I really don't like that aspect of it. Cause I just know that that really limits the like people that would be able to become a dietitian. Um, and that's probably why we don't have that much diversity in our field. Um, Cause I'm very lucky that I got parent loans from my parents. So they loaned me the money for it. And then I obviously like have to pay them back. Um, so it was a five year thing for me, four years of college, one year internship. And then after that, I was like, so desperate for a job. Um, it was, it was pretty hard to find a job that will take someone without like the two years of experience. Mm -hmm. And so I pretty much was just like, I will take 
whatever job I can get. And my first job was a nightmare. If you guys want to hear about it, um, it's actually my very first podcast episode I ever did on my old channel, Dietitian Table Talks. Um, there's a lot of episodes that I have on there that people still listen to. Like I'll get DM to that like now and be like, oh my God, I just listened to that episode. I'm like, that was like three years ago, but that's awesome. <laughs> um, my first job was nightmare. And then um, Des randomly messaged me and, and was like, can I call you later? And I had no idea what is, what it was about. And she offered, or she like asked if I would want to work for her. So that's where that all started. That's so exciting. And now I see you guys always doing like different challenges and really making, making a huge difference. So that's, it's great to see, especially on, um, a platform where there is a lot of, craziness that does get thrown out there. So it is nice to see, you know, like I am a nutrition coach, but I am not a registered dietitian. Um, so I have a much different certification process than what mm-hmm. you went through. Um, so just staying within, you know, scope of practice and making sure that I am doing what I'm allowed to do versus someone who is a registered dietitian who can maybe provide a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I love, I love seeing all the stuff that you guys post and just everything, um, challenge wise and the excitement going on in your side of the world. It's always, it's really entertaining to watch and like exciting to see all of the wins that get thrown out there. So I do love that for you guys, but, um, let's move into a little bit more about nutrition specifically. So I am very much a, a, big fan of keeping things as simple as possible, making things convenient. In my belief, nutrition shouldn't be, you know, this drawn out thing that you constantly have to think about and worry about. Like nutrition does get to be easy. You know, yes, it takes time. Yes, it Mm -hmm. takes practice, but ideally we want to get to a point where it's convenient and it's just, you know, day-to-day life. You don't have to really think about it. It's just second nature. Um, so A lot of my girls are former athletes. We are former athletes ourselves. So we understand the busy lifestyle. Um, And now we are both GSP moms, which that's a whole new level. That's like 24 seven toddler life. Um, So that in itself, plus adding in, you know, work, household chores, family, that kind of stuff as well. So for someone who has a jam packed schedule and really wants to make sure that they're fueling themselves to the best of their ability, what advice or recommendations would you give to that person? Yeah. So I always recommend my busy people to at least meal prep something. Um, if they're, if they're not into doing like a full on meal prep, at least have your proteins prepped in advance because the proteins are like the most annoying thing to cook, most time consuming thing to cook. And the other things you can kind of throw in there. So you could throw like a microwavable bag of rice in there, microwavable veggies to get your sides, but the protein, I always recommend people have that prepped in advance, ready to go, especially also because a lot of people struggle to get enough protein in. I feel like if you have it cooked, you're more likely to get it in. Um, when I worked my first dietitian job, now I work from home. So things are a little bit different. It's a little bit easier when you work from home because, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you can go run in the kitchen during lunchtime and cook up a meal. Um, but before I did this, I had three jobs. And I would go to the gym in the morning and then I would go from the gym to work and then I wouldn't get home until night. So I literally needed to have all my meals ready to go. Um, So there are different ways you can do it with meal prep. So I personally now would do like, okay, I'll prep my chicken, put that in a Tupperware, 
prep my sweet potatoes and veggies and have them all in different things so that I could kind of like mix and match and make different meals, keep it interesting. But back then when I was super busy, I would literally eat the same thing every day. Um, Monday through Thursday, I would eat the same thing every day for every meal. And I would make the individual meals because I didn't have, I didn't have another option. If, if that was what I had ready to eat, that is what I would eat. So um, I didn't have time to say like, oh, like I'm not feeling this today. So I'm going to make something else. And I also didn't have the money to do that either because I was broke. So when I was super busy um, making the actual meals individually in my meal prep containers, that was the way to go for me. Um, So I would eat the same thing every day, Monday through Thursday, because, you know, by day five, I'm, you know, not really feeling that food that's been sitting there all week. Um, and my work that I worked for actually did have lunch for us on Friday. So I would kind of just wing it on Fridays. Um, but I would switch the meals that I was going to eat every week. So yeah, four days in a row, but then something different prep. So really wasn't that bad. It is good though, to have like your staple meals that you can eat all the time that, you know, are meals that will help you reach your goals. So I do have some of those, like I eat an egg white omelet with some kind of side pretty much every single day. Now, back then it was an egg bake because I could make that ahead of time, cut it up into pieces and it was ready to go. Now that I'm home, I can make an egg white omelet and I'll always have that pretty much every single day for like years now um, with either toast, avocado toast, sweet potatoes, rice, whatever, um, just some kind of like carb source on the side. And then another staple meal for me would be my overnight protein oats. Mm -hmm. Also a super easy thing. I have pretty much all that stuff on hand um, because it's oatmeal, protein powder, yogurt is the only thing that I have to make sure that I have on hand and then frozen berries. So it's not like stuff that's going to be going bad really. Yeah. And I feel like all of those meals are things that you can kind of add variety to as well. Like I know for me, like I could eat chicken literally every single day. And I'm the same way as you as like, I have my staple meals that I kind of play. Like I, my, one of my go-to snacks is always like a Greek yogurt bowl. So I'll add different things to whether that it's always has some sort of fruit in it. Um, and then other times it's like chocolate chips or like crushed up Oreos or something like that, just to mix things up and feel like I'm eating something different all the time, even though it's the same thing over and over again. Um, and like you said, with yeah. like the eggs for breakfast, like I will add, uh, something like bell peppers, cut up bell peppers and add that I'm lactose intolerant. So I don't add cheese or anything like that to stuff, but I know that is another option. Um, I'm trying to think of some other things that I've put in at one point, I was literally just going through my fridge of like, what is, what did we have in the garden that I just have to get rid of because it's going to go bad soon. Let me just throw it in eggs. And that was like the easiest yeah. way to get a little bit more color to that plate. And I think it's really, really easy and fun. Um, mm-hmm. What are some other like protein staples that you, you love personally, or one that you find yourself recommending a lot that's easy to kind of batch prep? Yeah. So I personally love meat. I know some people, they get the ick from meat. (laughs) They're like chicken. Mm, Not sure about that. Um, I like meat. I eat chicken all the time. I eat venison because my husband hunts. (laughs) Um, otherwise I'll do lean beef if we don't have venison. Um, 
Seafood, I love, but it's not the best, like prepped ahead of time, in my opinion. Um, so a lot of times throughout my day, it's going to look like I'll have a meal that has the eggs or egg whites for the protein. Another meal for sure, at least one more meal is going to have meat. Another meal would maybe be like a Greek yogurt bowl or my overnight oats that have protein powder and Greek yogurt or then yeah fourth meal because I usually eat like four meals a day personally um so one of those is usually always sweet like yogurt protein that type of stuff protein bar whatever that's not really a meal but usually I'll have one sweet meal and the other three are like meat or eggs or something like that yeah. Cottage cheese also too. Mm, that's a good one. My husband, like he always has to have his cottage cheese. It's, it's hysterical. And he, his cottage <laughs> cheese is like my yogurt bowl. Like that's our, and I don't do cottage cheese. So we kind of like, that's a fair, fair split for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah. And I, I think a lot of it too, is like protein, especially with, I know my clients in particular, like when they come to me, they're not eating enough protein. And that's one of the first things that we have to work on. And really, like you said, of making sure that you have your staples and knowing, Hey, I know this works for me. Something like seafood, probably not going to prep that one out, but that's something that you can incorporate on the weekends maybe. And almost use that as like, Hey, like I really only will have shrimp. Um, I think we have snapper or something. We just got something different. Um, but something like shrimp is so easy. And that's one of the ones where I'll eat it once, maybe as leftovers, like one day. And that's like, that's not a Monday through Thursday type of meal. Um, But yeah, really just making sure that we're getting that protein in. And I know when a lot of people are getting started um, or even just, they've been on their journey for a while and they're just now figuring out like, Hey, I should probably start eating more protein. It can be a whole mix of emotions, right? We're overwhelmed. We're, we're excited to be working towards something new, but that nervousness of like, am I going to fuck this up? Can I truly do this? Um, and then just so much like the whirlwind of emotions. Right. So I know, like you said earlier, one of your biggest shifts was going from having that daily taco bell to like, I probably shouldn't be doing this anymore to packing your lunch. What was that emotional or like mindset shift for you? That was like, you know, I really want to make a change here. And I want, I really want to just implement this one little habit and see how it goes. Yeah, I don't know exactly what triggered it. Um, I did growing up have like my doctor always telling me that like I needed to make changes, which some of the times he wasn't saying it in the best way. So I think that kind of scarred me a little bit. Um, But when I was starting to make those changes, I... I was only making small changes over time. So I didn't go from, you know, eating Taco Bell every single day to eating the healthiest meal that I prepared every single day. But even like the meals that I was preparing, I was just kind of learning how to make my own food. I didn't really know what I was doing. I had to like ask my mom, like, mom, how do I like, how do I cook this? Like, I don't know. I didn't know how to cook. Most people don't know how to cook back then. Um, and so even though some of the meals I was making weren't like quote unquote, like super healthy meals, they were a lot better than me eating Taco Bell. And that also turned into me saying, well, Hey, I'm packing my lunch right now. I might as well pack a snack for me to eat after school in between my practice and stuff like that. So then I'd pack an apple and peanut butter or something like that. So it went from just the lunch to me now 
also packing a snack or maybe even packing my dinner because I was never home until like late at night because I lived yeah. out of town. Um, so I started, you know, when you start switching multiple meals a day over time, that's going to make a big difference. And I started to feel a lot better. I got faster because I, mm. I was losing some weight. I was overweight prior to that. Um, so I got faster. I felt much better. Like I was a catcher. So, you know, being like, yeah. you know, being able to move well, um, that helped me a lot. And that was motivation for me to continue eating like that. Cause I just felt so much better than I did before. Yeah. Yeah. And I know like for me, it was, um, I was an outfielder, so I was running more. So like we ran a lot at practice, obviously every drill that we did involved running because we had to cover so much ground. Um, but a lot of it, I, I was the same way. I noticed like, Hey, just because I'm away at school now doesn't mean I have to eat like a piece of shit. Like <laughs> let's, let's be yeah. a little bit smarter here with all of this. Um, but you know, that dining hall gets you first thing as a freshman in college, but then by the end, like when I was off campus and I was making my own meals, it was kind of something similar. Like every time I went to a class, I had my, you know, my meals packed, whether that was just a lunch and a snack or maybe a lunch and two snacks. Um, if you're heading to the library late night, or if you're doing any studying, stuff like that, always having that snack prepped. And this can, same thing carries over into the working world, right? When we're going to work or if, you know, we have to leave the house, uh, I have a lot of teachers too. So they understand the, like living off of a routine schedule, um, all the way from kindergarten, all the way up through high school. So they're very regimented in that sense of like, well, I eat lunch when, you know, my kids are at lunch or, or I have this free period, that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah. making sure that they can easily fit that into their lifestyle is a really, really big shift. And just, you know, going from, Hey, instead of ordering lunch every single day, or just skipping lunch and going off of a protein shake, let's start packing like a balanced meal and making sure that we feel really, really good. Um, and that's going to transfer over whether you're still playing sports or you're in the working world now or whatever you're doing like that fueling yourself to the best of your ability really does make a huge difference in how you feel in your day-to-day -day life. So, would yes, you, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, yes, it does. And I feel like it in our society, like we're so busy, people are so busy mm -hmm. all the time that either they like forget to eat and don't eat all day. And then they just are starving by the time they get home and they're just grabbing whatever they can. Or it's kind of like the opposite where they're like snacking all day, but they're not ever getting in like an actual meal with protein and nutrients. They're just eating like snack foods all day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, it's not going to feel good. And it's just going to cause no. a lot of issues, whether it be with digestion or just energy levels, period. And that's the only thing we're looking at. Like just adding a little bit more color to your plate, that little shift can make a huge, huge difference. So what would you say like your number one tip for the busy person looking to make a change? I know you don't have much of a background. We're not giving you a full client here, but for just <laughs> the average busy person, what would your number one tip be of like, if you could implement anything right now, what would it be? Pack your own lunch. If you're getting fast food for mm -hmm. lunch, that would be my number one thing. And that's how I started too. <laughs> just that little shift. If you a big difference. Control that and, you know, set yourself up there. I feel like that could, you know, bleed into the rest of your day. Like it did for me too. Yeah, absolutely. I do love that. That is probably like the easiest shift you can make. You know what I mean? And long-term, 
Yes. yes. Major, major saving you money, but also, yeah, look at what you're drinking too, because that could be a, a very, very easy change. If you're drinking pop all day um, or drinking like thousand calorie coffee drinks from Starbucks, that would be like, it might not be an easy change if that's like your like <laughs> favorite thing in the world, but it can definitely make a huge difference if you change that. Yeah. And it, like you said earlier, it doesn't have to be, you know, that, that cold Turkey switch, like something minor of, Hey, instead mm-hmm. of getting Starbucks five, six days a week, let's get it four and then let's yes. get it three and like slowly ease yourself off of it. Um, packing lunch, eating out that kind of stuff too. If you always get, like, I know you said your boss always had lunch ready on Fridays, still mm-hmm. have your Friday lunch with your coworkers, but on the other days, try and bring something. Or even if that's, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you ha- or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you have your own lunch. And then Thursday, Friday, you have something a little bit different, but weekends mm-hmm. you're eating at home and that little shift. I know me and my husband did make that shift. Um, we found ourselves eating out on the weekend, like all of the time, all of the yeah. time. And I'm like, this is, we're wasting a lot of money here. Expensive. Um, yeah. And I'm like, no, if I'm going to spend money on something we, we started doing was having like HelloFresh or like some sort of meal delivery service. That way it's like, okay, yeah, it's, it's not taking me. I do the cooking in the house. So it's not taking me all this effort to actually cook the meal. I don't have to think about it. I just do it. Right. And that little yeah. shift too made a huge difference for us, not only financially, but working for our goals too, is like, it's just easier. And if you can make things convenient, you're much more likely to stick to it. So definitely my, my always do those meal deliveries. They do, do, they do two of them at the same time, like hello fresh and blue apron or something like that. God, that's commitment. See, we do, we do hello fresh and, um, what's the other one daily harvest, just the smoothies. Oh yeah. They're good though. Um, but yeah, so fun little question to kind of wrap this up, but if you had to have your favorite, pre-workout snack or a meal. And this is the only one that you could have for the rest of your life. What would it be? So I typically work out in the morning and I'm someone who can't like eat a big meal before I go like first thing in the morning. So for me, I found what works best is actually eating a protein bar. So, or even sometimes just like half a protein bar, or if I don't do that, then I will have a frozen waffle, like a toaster waffle with like half a banana or something on it. Um, just to give me like some carbs to give me like some energy without making me feel sick when I'm working out. Um, but my favorite protein bars are either cliff builders bar, the mint chocolate one. It's actually vegan and something else too. So it like works for like a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and then some of the Alani bars, not all of them, but I'm very picky when it comes to protein bars. I don't like a lot of them. So those are the two that I actually like. And I don't feel it out. Like it's such a small thing where I'm not like feeling it, like sitting in my stomach like that. Um, so that's definitely my go-to. Yeah. Where you don't have a like brick in your stomach. Yes. And I was going to say my guilty pleasure, a sugar-free energy drink. (laughs) (laughs) Something about an energy drink. They're just, it like warms the soul. You feel good. I love them. Yeah. I look forward to it. (laughs) (laughs) What's your go-to energy drink? 3D. It's, um, it's actually Christian Guzman's like the Elfly owner. It's his Mm -hmm. brand. And I like those best. 
I have to try those. I still haven't tried those yet, but well, they're really good. Thank you so, so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. I appreciate all of your knowledge and your tips. Um, and I know everybody's going to learn something from this podcast today. So where can everybody find you? Yes. So I am dietitian.em.b on both Instagram and TikTok. I started posting on there consistently. It is not all fitness. It is some fitness, but I, I'm the kind of person that likes to mix everything together. So I'm not really all fitness on any of my platforms. Um, Instagram, TikTok, I am on Twitter. It's just random stuff on there. But then I also have a podcast with Des and that is below the influencer because she's the influencer. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) We love it. That is a good show. I have listened to a couple episodes and it is, you guys have a good time. I like it. It's entertainment. Um, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. And and I think you described your your content very well. Like it's it's not so much like lifestyle-y, but it is. Like I think you do a really good yeah. job of portraying, like, you know, hey, you can achieve your goals and be a normal human. Like it doesn't have to be that girl or the it girl or anything like that. Like you yes. can be a person, live your best life, um, and go from there. So thank you again. And I'll catch everybody in the next episode. Thank you guys.